making yet another transition, moving into yet another mode of practice. I'm just curious to get a sense of how you're doing right now with all these ups and downs, shifts, transitions, movements. Let's see, thumbs up, thumbs down. Well, generally pretty good, impressive. So this afternoon I wanted to give us another opportunity to continue exploring equanimity as a support for this time of transition as we're shifting from the formal practice, beginning to transition more into our daily life practice. And with the ending of the retreat, we have a very powerful, valuable opportunity to notice our default patterns and how we relate to endings habitually. Because how we relate to the ending of this retreat is probably how we relate to endings generally. So some people have a tendency to skip right over the endings and just jump to whatever the next thing is that we think is going to make us happy. So it's like metaphorically the finish line is in sight and we're like, okay, near enough is good enough. I've worked pretty hard. I think I'll just slack off now. And we can notice that as a energetic leaning forward and patiently waiting for the retreat to be over and perhaps the mind is even back in our favorite cafe with our favorite coffee and our good friends and we're only partly actually here. So if you do notice that kind of energetic leaning forward in the body, the heart, the mind, seeing if you can just bring it back to center remembering the balance, the stability of equanimity. Others others of us have a tendency to resist endings, to put them off for as long as possible. The finish line is in sight, and the attitude might be more like, oh no, it's nearly over, and I didn't get any of those insights that I'm supposed to have got. I better work really hard all the way to the bitter end and sit and walk and sit and walk and maybe I can ask the managers if I can stay for another day and just maybe then I'll get those awakening factors going or whatever we think the point of the practice is supposed to be. So there might be resistance and procrastination and anxiety, a sort of energetic pulling back. So again, just noticing if that's true in your body. The third common tendency is to sort of go into denial about the ending and not really take it in. The finish line is in sight, the retreat's nearly over, and some people are like, oh, what? I thought the schedule looked a bit different. What are we supposed to be doing now? And then suddenly we're back at home or back at work and wondering what just happened. So whatever your default response is, some of you may have noticed those flavors, the core energies of greed, of hatred, of delusion. So greed goes to wanting the retreat to end. Aversion goes to resisting the ending. Delusion spaces out, doesn't really register what's going on. So whatever your default pattern might be, and sometimes we swirl between all three of them in rapid rotation, just to notice that and see if right there you can meet those different energetic shifts with equanimity.
And again, in support of that, because in this next session after this one, we're going to be opening up the noble silence a little uh, to give you some opportunity to connect with each other more informally. But rather than just sort of pulling the plug out and <laughs> letting it all do whatever, I'd like to offer this session with some more formal relational practice to ease us into the talking and also to strengthen this quality of equanimity in real time, as it were. So again, taking advantage of the power of each other's mindfulness, using that combined mindfulness power to help us stay steady, even in the midst of speaking and listening, which for most people is where we most easily lose our mindfulness. Is that true? in the realm of talking, interacting, engaging. We so quickly get swept up in all kinds of habitual patterns and conditioning. So Dara and I took a quick look at some of the questions in the basket earlier, and some of them are about how do we integrate this practice into our relational lives. And that's such a powerful question. It's partly why I've been offering these sessions of relational practice, so that we can get that training in staying present, staying grounded, staying mindful as we speak, as we listen, staying connected to the body as a resource. So we're going to be training our equanimity by working together in pairs and exploring equanimity equanimity together in pairs. And again, I'll guide you through it. And again, it's optional. So if this doesn't feel beneficial at this point in time, feel free to choose another mode of practice that does. But if you'd like to engage with this, then again, just slow mindfully transitioning into standing and walking or standing and stretching. Just inviting the body to move a little. Just taking a moment to stop and see if you can remember when you started to move, what you started to do, why you chose to move in that direction? Was there something that particularly drew you? Or something that perhaps repelled you very subtly? Or did you not even really notice? You just started walking kind of on autopilot. Just recognize, come back to equanimity, to centeredness. And then again, beginning to walk feeling the feet on the ground. We'll have a couple of minutes for this so you can take your time. And because we are cultivating this quality of equanimity, you might really use the support of the earth beneath your feet. Each footfall, giving you a tangible reminder of the possibility of staying grounded and balanced as you move, 
as you receive sights, as you receive sounds, as you notice the interplay of feeling tones, pleasant, unpleasant, And as you notice the ripples of responsiveness, perhaps at times pulses of reactivity, if the mind starts to move into proliferation, bringing the awareness back to the body, the body standing, the body walking, the body sitting. Coming to stillness for a moment, noticing perhaps an energetic leaning forward into anticipation, what's coming next. Settling back, finding your center, feeling the feet in contact with the ground, and now you can find yourself a new partner, someone you preferably don't know well, haven't worked with before. And again, spreading out around the room, setting yourself up in pairs, making yourself comfortable. We'll be here for about 25 minutes. Okay, so making sure you have enough space around each other so you're not talking over the top of your neighbors. So Amy and uh, you might want to move away from um, this pair just so that you've got a bit more acoustic separation. Coming forward, yes please. Very good, thank you. So as you settle in, you might... Does everyone have a partner who needs a partner? Do you need a partner? That's ambivalence, not equanimity. <laughs> so you're welcome. Let's... Um, everyone else has got partners, right? So we're going to take one group of three. So perhaps you might like to join this two people here and I'll set up the instructions to make that work. Okay, so as you settle in, just taking a moment to introduce yourselves, your first names. Okay, that was a long first name. <laughs> so, the person whose name is closest to the end of the alphabet is going to be last. So take a moment to work out who that is. The person whose name is closest to the end of the alphabet is going to be the last speaker. In other words, the first person closest to the alphabet will be the first speaker. So first speakers, please raise your hand. Everyone clear? Yes, very good. If you're in a group of three, we're going to go around clockwise. So whoever the first speaker is, then Steve will be next. 
Okay. How's that energy now? Settling in, coming into stillness, steadying the body, the heart, the mind. Listener, you're again going to be offering the gift of your mindfulness to help support your partners stay present. And speaker, you can really take your time. You don't have to fill the silence. You can let the stillness and the silence support you to speak from a more embodied, intuitive wisdom. To discern what's really worth saying. And there's no pressure to be overly disclosing. It's fine to stay in your comfort zone. You don't need to be too revealing, but just sense into what is valuable and worth saying for you in this context. So first speaker, you're invited just to explore how you've experienced equanimity during this retreat. And this is your own understanding of equanimity. So it's not about trying to find a textbook definition and match it. But how have you experienced anything in the general terrain of balance, of ease, of acceptance, of non-reactivity, of peace, of freedom, of whatever equanimity means to you in your current understanding? So first speaker, you'll have about four minutes to explore equanimity. Letting the words dissolve for a moment. Noticing the energy of speaking and listening. Staying present, attentive, mindful. Bringing the awareness to the contact of the feet with the ground the contact of the sitting bones with the chair, the uprightness of the torso. 
so you can reground and reconnect with this bodily experience of balance that supports equanimity as you speak. As you. We're going to move now to the second speaker with the same contemplation. What ways you've experienced equanimity during this retreat? Taking your time, listening deeply, speaking what's true for you. Second speaker. Noticing the forward momentum of speaking and just that pull of one more word, one more sentence. The seduction of interaction, of being heard, of words, of sharing your story, meeting it with kindness and compassion. Appreciative joy, and beneath all of it, equanimity. So for those of you who are in groups of two, we're going to release the form of separate speaker and listener for four minutes. And you can just explore together your experience of equanimity on this retreat. A group of three will invite the third speaker to offer their exploration. So dyads together, letting go of separate speaker and listener, group of three, third speaker. Taking a moment to notice the quality of the heart-mind now. Is there mindfulness? Is there presence? Is there awareness internally, externally, 
and both. Awareness of yourself, your inner state, and awareness of your co-meditators. Reorienting to equanimity as fully as you can. Because we're going to move into another transition now. So I'm going to invite you to form groups of four. So if you would like a group of three, and then the rest of you to join together some of your pairs so that we have groups of four. See if you all can find yourself a group of four sitting together as you're settling in you might take a moment just to introduce yourself first name so we'll just take a moment for that last group as they get settled to introduce themselves first names and i'm going to invite all of us once more to let the eyes close to let your awareness become internal so you might notice ripples of response perhaps of reactivity what's it like to come into this new configuration where there's more complexity more faces, more presences to pay attention to. Can you stay grounded? Can you literally feel your feet in contact with the floor? Can you settle your sitting bones into the support of the cushion or the chair? Can you create a bigger container any responses that might be percolating, opening up the chest, breathing a little more deeply, sitting up a little straighter, perhaps channeling Kuan Yin as you soften and soothe and settle. And then very gently allowing the eyes to open and just take a few moments to register the faces of your co-meditators in your group. Allowing a little bit of eye contact, whatever feels natural. Just letting in the presence of your co-meditators who've shared this retreat experience with you. And then again, letting the eyes close. Noticing what it was like to have just that little bit of contact. We're exquisitely sensitive to other human beings. Can you again soften and soothe and settle? And then allow the eyes to open once more. We're going to continue exploring we're going to continue exploring equanimity. This time, right here, right now, is equanimity present or not? 
as you explore together without separate speaker and listener, just whoever feels moved to speak, exploring the presence or the absence of equanimity. Is equanimity here now or not? How do you know? How does it feel in the body, the heart, the mind, when stability is present, when it's absent? Together now, listening deeply and speaking what's true, knowing, noticing equanimity. As you speak and as you listen, are you able to stay present in this moment, staying close to the hub of the wheel with the immediacy of your direct experience right here, right now, staying away from the rim of the wheel, the tendency to fall into social habits and familiar ways of chatting, and see if you can let this be a contemplation together more than a conversation. We'll have plenty of time for conversations soon. So just to notice, what's it like? to stay present, to let go of narrative, to let go of story, to let go of past and future, and just explore in the immediacy of right here and now, is equanimity present or not? How do you know? Continuing together for just a few more minutes. Breathing in, reconnecting with the body, coming home to the body, noticing any responses to this next transition, the ending of this group, taking a moment just to thank 
your co-meditators, and then we'll slowly and mindfully come back to the big group for a moment. Okay, so now we've had a chance to experiment with this more formal meditative speaking and listening. We're going to relax that form and relax the noble silence until the five o'clock sitting back in here. This is optional, so for those who would like to just engage in a bit more informal social conversation, We're going to keep this hall quiet for those who want to continue with the silence. We're going to keep the accommodation buildings silent. You can use the dining room. The cooks have been warned. (laughs) And you can walk and talk outside, but try to keep away from the buildings so we can allow those people who want to maintain silence to continue their practice. So good luck. Using the body as a resource to help you stay present. Using the Brahma-viharas, kindness, compassion, appreciative joy, equanimity, to help you make a bigger container as you speak, as you listen. And then coming back here in just over half an hour for a silent sitting. I'll see you back here at five. Enjoy. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.